0: he got a fever. And the only prescription... It's not. Ah! This yo, yo. is
1: the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like
2: Kobayashi.
1: On everything cigar. A cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out yeah. of the cigar it's industry. with in the hole. With your host. Demon. David Garofalo. But
0: who are you? Julius Caesar?
1: Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan.
0: I know who I am. I'm a
1: and Chuck Morrison, 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win-win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta
3: have one! Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. March 12th, 2016, broadcasting live from the Lafleur Fleur Dominicana Cigar Studios, and today... I'm back from Cuba, I'm back from Miami, and I'm back from Mexico. And what am I coming home to? Candela. Green cigars. Just days away from St. Patrick's Day, and we have a limited release. We're going to smoke. And uh, I'm looking forward to smoking, but not this. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority.
4: Welcome back, Dave. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, or Podbean where you can
3: set it and forget it. I thought you guys were going to take care of this last week.
4: Yeah, we
5: didn't. We went,
3: Julius We Caesar. saved it for you. Julius Caesar. You know I don't pay attention to the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Uh, Candela green cigars because St. Patrick's day, um, is right around the corner when St. Patrick's day, uh, Thursday's Thursday's Thursday,
4: Thursday, Thursday.
3: Yeah? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I remember, uh, years ago, all of a sudden somebody came up with the brilliant idea of come out with uh green cigars, <coughs> Candela cigars for St. Patrick's day. Who was that? Bear Stein? Do you know? No, sir. First person. It was Camacho. Christian Aroa did it. And, uh, Candela's been around for a long, long time. As a matter of fact, in the 50s, that's what everybody smoked, Candela cigars. Really? AMS, they called it. American Market Selection. Americans smoke green cigars, and in England, they smoked EMS, English Market Selection, which would be brown cigars. So uh, you look at uh, the old movies, if they were in color, uh, you'll see as they pull the cigar out, it's a green cigar. Actually, I saw it the other day, Hogan's Heroes. Uh, in color, and you see them open the humidor and stuff, and they pull the cigars out, and they're green. Wow. Candela. Even though they were in Germany, supposedly in a a camp. Correct, but they were really filming it in Hollywood where American cigars were the ones. Green Green cigars. And when we were selling cigars to older dudes, when I got in the business in 85, they would be looking for Candela green cigars. So Red Auerbach, for instance, who was a customer, he smoked Huey de Monterey, Double Claro, and Claro was a word wow. for Candela, and that's what he would always want, and I had a special order it for him because they really didn't sell, and I'd open a box every once in a while, sell him boxes, and open a box, and people would say, what's up with this? And they smoked smoke the cigar, oh my God, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, it's Candela, it's it's unfermented, it's not finished, but uh, well, it's it's companies like Fermented to, for three days. For three days, right. <laughs> Um, it's and, enough time. And then Macanudo put their candela out. It was called Macanudo Jade. Uh, there's still some... Uh, I don't know if Macanudo does it anymore, but... Um, well, skip Martin's got one out. Was, yes, it's, yes. It's uh,
4: called Fomorian. Illusion has one, right? <laughs> Which is one of the
5: best candelas I've ever had.
3: But these were all done for... Regular... Not regular, production, right? I, I think, think se- seasonal. skip 's seasonal. Seasonal. Okay. They yeah. come out for St. Patrick's Day. Um... <clears throat> Usually, it, it, it isn't very good. Uh, there's a reason That's... why we smoke brown cigars and black cigars is because the green ones are grassy and terrible. But some terrible. people like that <laughs> taste.
4: I will well, say okay, we go.
3: I'm
5: one say, of them. I will say I've smoked this already. This is easily one of the three best Candelas
3: I've ever smoked. Well,
5: I've How smoked... many different Candelas <clears throat>
3: have you smoked, Barry Stein? At least a dozen. Okay. I've smoked this, and I hate it. <laughs> and my pitch is on it. Mean. Get your <laughs> brand. My pitch is on, and I hate it. So what are we smoking here, Barry? Well, the Dos
5: Hombre Cigar has been 2 guys' smoke shop cigar business card for almost 25 years. Their logo is on the band, so it's important Dos Hombre is the best bang for your buck. For the first time ever, and for a limited time, they are offering the Dos Hombre Candela. Production is extremely limited, just in time for St. Patrick's Day. Featuring a Candela wrapper and a Dominican binder and filler. The cigar measures seven and a half by 50, and a bundle could be
3: purchased for fifty eight ninety nine. Wow. So under $3 per cigar, exactly what it's worth, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yes. But um, it's, it's a well-made cigar. The only thing that, that ruins it, I think, is the outside wrapper. But I, <coughs> I smoked it as a sample when I was going through the flavor, you know, going through purchasing this thing a year ago and all the process that goes around it. Didn't like it then. It's been a while since I smoked it. Let's let's see what we get now anyway. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence.
5: You know, we did a little upgrade on the cutters here on the set. We're using the Lotus Jaws cutter. I am not. This thing feels Awesome. I am not. Talk about balance and weight. You've got a good cutter there. What do I have?
4: You have a different Lotus. Okay. You've got the butterfly cutter there, the 80 ring
3: gauge one. You have the Jaws. The Jaws. Okay. Are you jealous? I am jealous. Do you want to trade? I'm all right for now. Okay. <laughs> but I do. I want to trade in the future. Okay. Yes, I like the Jaws. So jaw. after this show, we're trading. Because the Jaws has the ridge. The serrated edge. Which you would think maybe rip it or something, but it doesn't. Punctures and
4: cuts right through it, grips the cigar well and slices right through it. The right. Richard
5: Keel edition.
3: The Richard Keel? <laughs> yeah, it's the guy who played Jaws in James Bond. Ah, there we go. See, I don't know these things. Um, all right, I'm going through some of my notes and stuff. I'm just getting back yesterday, so uh, I'm, I'm a little messed up, but all all right. Right.
4: on the cold draw, grape Kool Aid. Without the sugar. Just right out of the pack. A little bitter.
3: Grape. Yep. Ha! I made Frank agree with me. Yep. Green grape <laughs> skins. Wow. <Yep>. Absolutely. <laughs> it's very grapey.
4: Yeah, it's grape Kool-Aid.
3: You say yes. <laughs> They're shaking their heads like <laughs> you got it right. <laughs> crazy? <laughs> crazy.
4: All right. Today we're going to be lighting our green grape uh Dos Ombre Candela with the Lotus T3. Not to be confused with the T4, which exists. This is the T3. Bit of an upgrade as far as the size of the tank. It is a little more round. So the
3: 3, which is a smaller number, is better than the 4? Correct. Is upgraded from the 4? It's upgraded. Hmm. Yet it's downgraded number. Correct. Okay.
4: They're going in the opposite direction. They do everything different than everybody All right. else.
5: You well, got a 4 has four flames as well. Can I do the commercial,
4: uh, yeah. or would you like to do the commercial, the two of you? Ask is it okay question. if I can go? Wow, so testy. I am testy. I can't wait. I'm, you know what it is? I'm itching to get to the mailbags. Fight with the wife today. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a come triple- on. No, I got it. Shut up. <laughs> I
1: think I got it.
4: <laughs> it's a triple jet lighter with a triple large big ass tank. <laughs> they're, they're almost putting Big Ass Tank on the little strip of paper that tells you about the lighter. And not at Extra all. Extra large, they said. No, I they're was with
3: them in Mexico. Right there. They, they didn't mention the Big Ass Tank at all. They didn't even mention any of, any of this.
4: Well, it's silly of them to have patented it then.
3: Nor did they patent it. So I would
4: like to point something right. out that just happened while Dave was lighting his cigar that didn't happen last week. Uh, I kept talking because I went back and listened to the show not once but twice and you guys
3: left me hanging both times that we lit cigars. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. So now maybe you've learned something and you can help me when I'm coughing or when I need a drink of water and you stand there and say nothing like, see, you're lighting a cigar, so I'm, I'm having the conversation so there's not dead air.
4: I bail you out every time.
3: All right, you do. You'd be
5: a better. There was say, a time when I didn't, but... I will say this is the only cigar I have ever gotten pee pods on. <clears throat> I'll make fun of you till the end of days about Chinese pea pods, but there are pea pods on this cigar.
3: Yeah, this is this is green. This is um, peas and uh, carrots string beans. String beans, it's vegetarian. Vegetarian, it's a vegetarian cigar. This is why I like it. It, 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 it doesn't belong in the flavor of the cigar. I'm, I'm sorry to say, and there's but, a little underlying spice too. There's a spicy quality. What I dig about this version of CandelA, and
4: listen, I like mild CandelA where you could taste the grassiness and you could taste the sweetness. And, and this, is th- this is not mild. This is not mild. is. But strong, what I dig strong, about yeah. this is the spice of the filler doesn't overpower the sweetness that I get off of CandelA, yeah. but it does mask some of the grassiness. So for someone that doesn't like the grassy aspect of CandelA, this could be a good, a good CandelA for you.
3: There's d- definitely a yin and yang going on. You know the seaweed they wrap around? What's that raw fish thing Kelp? you eat? No. Sushi? Oh, sushi? Sushi. Like a maki roll? Now I don't eat sushi, nor have I ever even tried it. But, but I you imagine that I this imagine is what it tastes like. It tastes like. <laughs> and this is the reason why I don't eat it. Kelp. It's very kelpy. It's seaweed, right? Mm. You ever have a seaweed salad when you go out for sushi?
4: Oh,
2: yeah.
3: It definitely tastes similar. Mm. See, and I never had it, but I I assumed this is what it tastes like. You're
2: this is why, I, you this is why on, I don't
4: eat that. On vision, what you see is affecting your flavor.
3: I wonder. Now, this would be a good one to save for when we blind taste test somebody with a blindfold. really blind with a blindfold on, Ooh. because would you be able to taste how green this tastes? This taste—it's a green cigar, and it tastes green, right? It tastes like the color it is. You know that this is a green cigar because you can see it. If you, if you blindfold yourself, would it taste like this? I would say the answer is no.
4: I would, would guess. It would be an interesting experiment, to say the least. Maybe yeah, Mr. Jonathan, the science guy, will tackle that for and, one of his upcoming... And it's going to
3: happen because I am saving the cigar. I'm going to save a bundle of these cigars. So we only did like 100 bundles of these things, right? right? Correct. So these things aren't going to last because they're so inexpensive anyway. You're talking $3. very few, $3. Yeah, very few left.
0: Hmm.
3: Already? Yes. Probably a, a handful of bundles. So we're, we're not going to make it past St. Patrick's No today. way. No. No way. Wow.
4: What I would say is the guys that smoke Doss Ombre on the regular, or if you smoke a bundle brand on the regular, then this strength-wise is closer in strength to the Maduro, than it is to the natural. Yeah, it's not a mild cigar at all. No, no. I'd put it at a solid a solid medium, which is unexpected, given that most Candelas are mild. A lot of pepper on, on your seaweed salad. Huh? Anything? You're not allowed to talk about seaweed. You've never eaten, never eaten it. it.
3: You've never eaten it. Okay. Um, we can continue to make this cigar. If people end up liking it, We could continue to make it because actually the factory would love to make the cigar. Well, it doesn't cost them anything. (laughs) (laughs) There's no timing involved. Take the leaves, wrap them around. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait till they brown and or blacken or darken or whatever. They're ready to go. Is there any?
4: Is there any stock curing going on that we could advertise, or is it just they pick the leaves, sit on for three days, and that's it? Really, by the time they get from the field. To inside, ready to roll. It's been three ready days. To go. It's, well, it's go th- time. They
5: stay in the curing barn for 30 days. No, 30? 30? Yeah, and uh, the barn needs to be properly prepped. It needs to be at a certain temperature, so sometimes they'll need to light a fire in the barn um, to, to keep it at a certain temperature to keep it green.
3: So. Huh. I don't think it stays for 30 days. I don't think so either. Because I... it browns after seven days or something. see so you start seeing it brown. I don't think so. Whose thing are you reading here? I don't think it's correct. Who's Uh, your source, Barry? You know
5: what? You are correct. Normally, it's 30 to 45 days. Uh, It's less than a week on a
6: Candela. Yeah, it's three days. So I have a natural question to ask, then. If you were to humify one of these, say, over the period of two to three years, will the color of the wrapper change? No. Yes. No.
3: Yes. No. I have aged the Candela, and it starts, after a long period of time, starts browning. Yeah. You can still see that it was a candela or something. You can age it to a bit and it's We smoked that uh, one from the 80s that was candela and it was still green. It was. That was the, um, maybe not oxygen got got into that box. Well, they were all foil sealed. um, Yeah. Um, Individually foil sealed. It's an oxygen type of thing. But that was a machine made King King Edwards?
4: It was King Edwards. King King Edwards Edwards,
3: from. the nineteen sixty eight Olympics or something like that. It was nineteen eighty Olympics. Nineteen eighty Olympics? Yeah. Okay. And here's an interesting thing, when
5: the leaves are, are harvested, they can't be they have to be kept refrigerated. They can't be kept in the well, it's open a vegetable. storage. Yeah, it's a vegetable. You don't so they're stored
3: store separately in the factory inside a refrigerator. Yeah, they don't want it to, to start its heating up and, and turning brown, which is the compost pile, right, that heats up yep. and how they ferment tobacco. So it's under-fermented. It's not fermented at all, actually. But there's so little of it, so it's not harsh. There's no ammonia. No, yeah. But imagine a... Like, there's a triple Maduro cigar, right? Could there be a triple Candela cigar? That would be a party. Now, we talk, and you guys, they got this in the care
4: package. Take a look at the combustion line, how thick it is. Mm -hmm. So this is proof that this wrapper is really not aged. I mean, I got...
6: Yeah.
3: Yeah, big soot line, right? Yeah. Yeah, an eighth of an inch of soot going on here. Yeah. It's young. The outside wrapper. I'm sure the tobacco's inside are aged, but because this outside wrapper is on there, very different. I I would go as far as to say if this is how cigars were, I wouldn't be a cigar smoker. And I would. I don't want to smoke this type of cigar. I don't like it. I feel it in the back of my throat. It's like a burning sensation. I don't know. It's not finished. It's like a tomato, right? <laughs> I knew you were going to go
4: with tomato.
3: Tomato a is man, unfinished. You cut a tomato, but it looks like it's not done yet. You love tomato sauce,
4: yes. but you don't like tomatoes. Correct. Tomato wow. sauce is
3: recooked after, but a tomato is not complete. It's in its larval stage. <laughs> Have you ever
6: had fried or grilled tomato? No. That's a party.
3: Yeah? Oh,
4: yeah. Sp- fried green tomatoes taste exactly like See, regular now, red tomatoes.
6: Tomato is
3: green, therefore it is not finished yet, and you have a finished product, unfinished product that doesn't even finish being unfinished. So I'm out. Count me out on that for I'm, sure. Now I'm making it. But party. now you're frying it, so you're trying to make it Make it, finished. Make it a party. Yeah. It's awesome. Remember the green ketchup? <coughs> yes. Which seemed like a green tomato, but it wasn't. They just didn't. They colored it green instead of colored it red. It did. It failed. They, they couldn't. And if you close your eyes, there was no difference between the color, but it freaks people out. Like this cigar. Wouldn't know. Would I like the cigar if it wasn't green, if I was blindfolded? <laughs> I bet you it's not bad. I bet I would say, no, this is okay, but I'm freaking out. It's green. I don't want green ketchup, <laughs> and I don't want a green cigar. I want a brown cigar because it's, it's finished. Noted. A tomato, I like what a tomato tastes like. If it's not in tomato form, right? If it's a tomato sauce, but if it's unfinished looking, so this psych- psychology. Yeah, you are insane, insane, insane. So, as I say, there's there's, um, Camacho ends up doing it later on. Alec Bradley ends up doing it. The Filthy hooligan, right? Correct. Still out n- new version this year. This barber year pole? was a barber pole sold out. <clears throat> um, Skip Martin does it. Um, and I understand that's very good. I didn't smoke that. Smoking. Yeah, the
5: Formorian. and I challenge anybody that likes Skip's version to try this version. Really? <laughs> There's similarities. Well, uh, we got 501 people out there uh,
4: lighting it up. So.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is part of the Cap package. Yes, yes, sir. sir. Okay. Um, Viaje did it. Uh, Luzione did it. And Panatella's, both of them. Did, not Panatella's, um, Lancero's. I don't remember Luzione's being a Lancero. They were the so same I remember it being a thin a They thin were the same cigar. exact cigar. Same, okay. Same factory, same cigar. It was the same mm-hmm. exact cigar as far as I'm concerned. Um, there was a loser, if I ever saw one, I thought. Uh, and I understand that people loved it. It did well, but in a small, small amount. But you're talking about the worst size, Lancero, worst selling size. Don't get me wrong. It's not. If you like Lancero, you like Lancero. Mm-hmm. Worst selling size and worst wrapper. And what, what do you get out of that? That's a win. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a win. A win. Two, two wrongs make a right. Maybe yeah. it, it is true. Two wrongs make a right. Um, Your Illusionis was available in three sizes, Churchill, Busto, and Lancero. The Lancero and the Viaje Lancero, I believe, was the same cigar. And then you have Asylum, Asylum who does the uh, ongoing Pole? And they have, a,
4: they have a Lancero in that.
3: Babapol also it, on, the, yeah. on the Lancero? Yeah, that is correct. And it is delicious. Hmm.
5: And also you got the Fuente 858, which does
3: an ongoing a,
5: a, a ongoing Candela. Correct.
3: Yep. Uh, called a Candela. Hoy de Monterey continues with the Double Claro, which was the Red owlback, And uh, Bering, using AMS, American Market Selection. And Macanudo used to have one called Jade. That was another way of saying Candela also. Candela, Jade, AMS, Claro. All All meaning the same exact thing. Awful
4: double Claro meaning extra green, or meaning they had a binder that was also
3: candel- mm. candela? Double Claro was the binder candela on the double Claro. It would make sense that it would have been. What's the double Maduro? And here's a confusing thing yeah, Colorado Claro a is brown, darker than mm. regular. Mm. Colorado is brown, not quite dark brown. So it was in between. So some of these, who who was That's that? That's uh, Davidoff that does. Um,
4: yes, Colorado so, Claro. So it's once a, a lighter
3: wrapper, lighter than their regular. But if they had Claro, darker. It's dar- darker. That one's
4: darker than their regular. Yeah, so they have the Colorado, brown,
3: which is dark brown, but then they call it Claro. Claro would. What does the word Claro mean? Light. I'm gonna have to look that up. Okay. I don't know. So let's talk about last week. Let's talk about. Uh, I wasn't here. It was more difficult than you thought, but you got out live. Clear. I listened to the. Sh- it means clear. Clear. Yep. Um, I listened to it. Uh, I you did I to it live? I did not. Let me tell you, being in Cuba and you think you're going to get anything on time mm-hmm. or um, with the internet slow thing or whatever, I just couldn't get anything going. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to, there was no way that I could get a call on. No, out. I'm
4: glad that you didn't call in, because I felt like we needed to be able to prove that we could do a dave free show. Now, was it easy? Absolutely not. We had some glitches. There isn't the same repartee with the three of us as there is with the four of us. There's you. you when are, somebody's you, missing, no matter, matter who, are, who it is, correct. somebody's missing. You right? are an added element mm. that makes life easier for everybody. Um, we were all very prepared. Yes, it, there was plenty of... It took me two weeks to prepare for the show, for my end. I don't know how, how long it took you guys, but uh, I was working little, on little that show. A little long
3: and dragged out on your initial segment. I was like, look, this is a snooze fest a little bit, but then yeah. you guys started loosening up. But at the beginning of anything, you, gotta, you everybody's, uh, you I, know, is this working? I
4: stole your light-em-up, light-em-up, light-em-up. All I, right. I couldn't come up with a better one. It was pretty, it's good, so <laughs> I, I kept it.
3: Um, and then as the show went on, I think you guys started loosening up, and everything was. Well, we started drinking, and that you know that loosened you up. Food, <laughs> you had food. had food. We
5: had beer. Awesome Cuban sandwiches. Yeah, he's awesome. He,
4: saw us he outdid right. himself there. He didn't just bring sandwiches for us. We had a box of sandwiches. I mean, we passed them out. Mm-hmm.
5: It was good. And he bought me a piece of birthday cake. Yes, happy birthday. Um, Sorry, I missed no, your birthday. I was late. Yeah, he bought me a ring ding that he cooked himself. Ah, he does, yeah. he, he does that. He does that. He Yeah,
3: <laughs> freaking awesome. He takes something he loved in the past and makes a, a, a grella-sized version of whatever he ends up
6: doing. The man can cook. Oh. Well, I and mean, that's
4: the thing is when he grella-sizes something, <laughs> it becomes massive.
6: It was like
5: the size of three hockey pucks.
6: Awesome.
4: And I'll tell you, the, the folks listening just can't appreciate Tommy's ability to be able to combine flavors, but he really is good at what he does. Mm. Oh, yeah. If you have an opportunity, if you're ever in the area and you want to check out a restaurant, his prices are reasonable, his portions are grella-sized, you're not going to leave hungry. You're going to leave with extra food. It's well worth it. Well worth it.
3: Check out Prelude. Steve Saka says it's not 30 days on... um, Yeah, no, I corrected myself to be in a week. There we go. He's Less than a week. Come on down, Steve. Come on down Mm. and uh, straighten us out over here with these things uh, with Candela. But don't make make a Soba Mesa Candela. (laughs) I don't know. I, I did it with Doss Armory, so who, who am I to say anything? But first time doing it, and I don't know. It's not my thing, but everything's not my thing. So, uh, yeah, other than that, I think everything was good. But the interesting thing was I come back to 800 and something emails and I spent the day yesterday. You came yes, by you here, and I, and I went through a, a pile of mail, 10 days' worth of regular mail, along with 800-and-something emails, and I'm going through it, and I go into the Cigar Authority, and boom, loaded, which is very interesting. I, I love that people care enough to actually write in, even if it's terrible. It means you're listening, and you care enough to write in. Um, and you guys were destroyed for the most part. So I pulled a, a pot. Uh, I wasn't going to put you know, hundreds of them or something. But we got a handful of them, and I, I think I threw a nice one in there, too. So You might have, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all one, right. Nice so uh,
4: the following was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And John writes, the first half hour of the show without David was torture to listen to. We all knew Jonathan was a pompous blowhard, but what a windbag bag as well. I love Dave, Barry, and Chuck, and I could do without Tommy G., and Jonathan. You know what? He spelled Jonathan correctly, so i got to give it to him. Uh, I never heard so much nonsense in 25 minutes. Who cares how much a light burns at uh, and at the different angles? Talk about a lot of horse S. P.S. Never was able to retrohale until Barry described the process making me think this might have been Barry that wrote it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Every time you get a bad one, you think it's it's him. But uh, you went a little too deep, I think, for for 101 or something. That's something he's never heard before, going too deep. Yes, I know. So there it is the first time anyway. Okay. I assumed that because I was fascinated by
4: the information that someone else would be
3: and I bet there's somebody out there that loved it. You went so deep, but... Somebody. Yeah, but, but he didn't write in. <laughs> yeah, one person. Singular. Yeah. Uh,
4: also submitted through the contact us page. This might be the shortest email we've ever got. Uh, Bill writes, please, no more Tommy Grella. Oh, really? I Tommy Grella started day
3: one, man. I think that's on call for. But... Uh, Always when there's a new person, they don't, they don't like People it. don't like new things. Yeah. They don't like change. But it's not even the changes. Bring them back from the past. And yeah. Bring them in. Every well, once in a while, he's going to show up. I would argue
4: probably the vast majority of our listeners weren't part of the first six that were tuning in. Right. During year one. Ru- with Rudy. Rudy. With Rudy. Rudy, was Rudy included. That's why we mentioned him. You know, he was there six years ago, right yes. at the beginning. Uh, also submitted through the Contact Us page, Jason writes, I tried twice. To make it through the first half hour of the show yesterday, and I just couldn't. Worst segment ever. 30 minutes on matches, spills, and jets was an insult to my time. I never really understood the hate mail he gets on the show, but now it makes sense. I wonder how the employees and customers of two guys stomach him. Not nice. Thank you, Jason. He actually likes to hear you. I love this. (laughs) This is awesome. You you hate me so much you had to write in. It's awesome. I love it.
3: I, and I'm going to tell I you. I consider something. you a fan, Jason. <laughs> we get more hate mail than than positive mail anyway. Of course. But when I draw the positive mail at him, now nah, I'm not going with this one. I'm not going with the one. Yeah, I got a, I I get a print print pile. Them out. I got a pile of good. Not stuff. doing it. Not yeah. doing it. So I give him a, a stack, <laughs> and he ends up going through, and he takes the best of the of the worst, oh, and man. then you got to throw just so you show both sides. I got one that uh, a, a that's one. okay.
4: It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Submitted it through the contact us page. Johnny writes, what's up, gentlemen? Uh, I thought it was very great, very informative with the ways to light up your cigar. There we go. Tommy Grella, with his culinary expertise, added a whole new outlook. Food goes hand-in-hand with premium cigars and spirits. His input was great. Barry, Chuck, Tommy, uh, and yourself, I'm guessing he's writing directly to me here, worked well together in Dave's absence. Great banter. Keep up the great work. So
6: sign Chuck so, Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know what
5: I take out of this? There were no complaints about me and you, Chuck. Right. Just Jonathan and Tommy.
4: Well, since you and Chuck hardly <laughs> talked through the entire show, I would imagine that you uh, had you talked more, maybe you would have got a piece of hate mail.
3: When, when, the, when the guy up front is doing the thing, he takes the praise and he takes the bash. You know what I mean? The buck stops here. You took the seat. And, uh, and that, that's what you're in for, and, and here it comes. And let me tell you, he just rattled through four of them. Yeah. It was a lot. Well, I will say <laughs> There was a lot of that.
6: <laughs> Howard Stern is one of the greatest radio hosts, uh, yep. technically speaking from a listenership sure. standpoint. Receives more hate email, more hate feedback than probably anyone in radio history. Yeah. And he's a number one rated show. Yeah. So, hey, you're doing something right, man. I mean, they're tuning in. They're taking the time to write. How about Donald Trump last night? <sighs>
3: You know, they're, they're all out there protesting They so much so they have it's to shut it him. down. They hate him so much of whatever, and he's, he's winning. <laughs> so uh, bring, bring on the hate, I guess. I bring it on. You know, yeah. Listen, all you Hillary supporters they, you out there can hate me. It's okay. You love to hate and listen. The yeah. ones that hate listen more than the ones that love it. You know, that's what they said about uh, Howard Stern. Yeah. That the, the people that hate the Howard Stern show listen an average of two hours and 15 minutes. The ones that like them listen for one hour. There you go. So you know, the, who knows? And the ones that were
6: saying that they just couldn't stand the first thirty minutes knew exactly how long the segment was, thereby telling that they listened to the entire thing. That's it. So I wonder if,
3: if you were beaten up the most on here. You, you are period beaten yeah, up yeah, the most I on the show. I take it. I take but it. But if you weren't on the show, would our listenership drop? And I mm. would guess to say yes. It probably would. Because, then because there would be nobody to beat on. I mean, let's face
4: yeah. it. These two just agree with whatever you say, and I disagree with a lot of the stuff that's that not, you say, that's and, that's it's and it's back and forth.
3: It's not true, but uh, anyway. Uh, true. So last week's okay. Duran question of the week, I wasn't even here to hear it, but what, what was the last week's Duran question?
5: Well, it's time for the question of the week brought to you by Duran Cigars. When the question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Duran. Duran Cigars combines the best quality tobacco fills from Nicaragua and Latin America with their super premium Habano Criollo Colorado wrapper. Experience the cigars that get smuggled into Cuba, Duran Cigars. Last week we asked, how do you prefer to enjoy your cigars, be it in solitude or with friends? And the results are in, and it's a 49% to 49% tie. Where's the other 2%? The other, one, the other 2% were write-in voters who did not know the definition of prefer and wrote in both. Ah. Uh. So Mm -hmm. it was one or the other. Prefer. It's both. So this week we asked, have you ever smoked a Candela cigar? We know we have more than 501 listeners. That are all
3: smoking maybe for the first time. Time.
5: So have you ever smoked a Candela cigar before? And the question of the week was brought to you by Duran Cigars. And as always, you can vote on the CigarAuthority.com just below the Duran advertisement. And when the question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Duran Cigars. The cigars get the cigars that get smuggled into Cuba. And if you answer no on the question, go ahead and buy some Dos Ombre How are you? Turn it into a yes. How are you?
6: You know, Jonathan just said that, and he's right, that I rarely disagree with you. I think we have similar palates. But I will disagree with you in the sense that I don't mind this cigar at all. Really? I actually enjoy it. Well, the grassiness has come calm down
3: a bit on the taste of this. And the strength in the pepper it's notes good. have come up above it. Yeah. Um, so it's less offensive to me as I'm getting down. Early on, you know, the first couple of puffs, I'm like, oh, Forget my God, it. it's grassy and hmm. uh, vegetable. And you know I don't like vegetables. You always, When you cook for me, you always add, you always that add in, vegetables for you. And I yell at you when you put the <laughs> broccoli in it. And you eat it. You do eat it. Yeah, but I don't like it. I don't like it. So, All right, let's take a break. And when we come back... I'm just back from Mexico at TAA in Cuba for the Habanos Festival, where we celebrated Cohiba's 50th anniversary. I'm going to walk you through what, what it was like and why things are changing so fast over there. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. <laughs>
6: You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous, the light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well.
1: Visit diamondcrown.com.
4: You've heard us over and over again talking about the brands who advertise on the Cigar Authority show. Now here's your chance to try them all in samplers we call the sponsors' deal. The sponsors' deals are just that deals from the cigar brands that support the Cigar Authority. To see this week's sponsors' deal, which not only run out every week but is always limited. Just go to thecigarauthority.com, and on the right-hand side, simply click the Sponsors Deal to see what this week's Sponsors Deal is. Please help the brands that help us bring you the Cigar Authority. Our friends at twoguyscigars.com will get it out for you, and you'll be getting a great deal while helping those who help us. The Sponsors Deal from the Cigar Authority sounds like a win-win-win to me.
5: Hi, guys, this is Omar De Frias, owner of Fratello Cigars, and you're listening
3: to the Cigar Authority, the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Dude, you make this? This is like Jeremiah was a bullfrog almost, right? <laughs> you get it? Bullfrog, is it? Hey! Hey! <laughs> We're Green. back live from the Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast almost six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. I'm back from the Habanos Festival in Havana, Cuba, and I'm going to tell you what I saw and why things are changing so fast as we're smoking green cigars. I don't know if there was a green Habanos, a Cuban... Candela ever? Was there ever a Cuban Candela? Well, didn't the
4: U.S. source the majority of their tobacco from Cuba before the embargo? So every
3: cigar would have been Candela and Cuban. But because, yes, there was Claire Havana, Cubans, but then they became AMS, American Market Selection, and I wonder if that's when they started getting the uh, um, Connecticut Candela Mm. uh, or something like that. I don't know.
5: Well, according to an article online, the Candela process first happened in Pardido, a region of Cuba,
0: Ah, where the process
5: originated in the
3: 1940s. Okay. So they did. Okay. That would be interesting. A Candela Cuban cigar. So anyway, this is my second time going to Cuba. Uh, The first time going to the Habanos Festival. And I was invited uh, there, uh, a um, legitimate... Uh, invitation uh, by them to end up going, and uh, thank you very much for the invitation and uh, for a wonderful time there. The uh, Havana's festival ran from February twenty ninth to March fourth in Havana, Cuba, and uh, actually took its um, its festival around a bit. Took it to the growing fields sure. and the in the, the bonds and the uh, also the factories. Over twelve hundred people. Attended the Habanos Festival, well over 1,200 people attended from 60 countries, 300 journalists from around the world were there. All coming together for the 18th annual Habanos Festival, the 18th time they did this. This year celebrating the 50th anniversary of the brand Cohiba. Uh, Included were visits to the factories and fields, (coughs) educational events, tastings, rolling, and I actually rolled a Cuban cigar while I was there, Uh, a Cohiba cigar I rolled and smoked it while I was there, and the atmosphere of Cohiba, and I'll get a little into that. So it was was Cohiba's 50th anniversary, but Coaba, the other brand, Coaba, it was their 20th anniversary, and they intertwined that also during it, and we had different Coaba's Um, one of the highlights for me there was a cigar dinner called the Rollers event. And, uh, when we got out of the car, we drove one of those, uh, fifties cars to the event and we got out and there was women on the left-hand side, men on the right-hand side, all with, uh, roses in their hand. And as you go through, these were all the cigar rollers all lined up. Oh, no kidding. And, um, you get a glass of champagne when you get out and then they give you a, a rose And uh, you're walking through, and they're all saying thank you and whatever. Unbelievable. And there's food and there's drinks and um, uh, people rolling cigars, and you watch them. And uh, unbelievable music as it was going on and uh, a lot of fun outside before you go into the main room um, where the music was over the top. Uh, different acts, three or four songs, and then they bring another orchestra in and another, you know, different type of Cuban music. But really, awesome. it must have been the best of the best. of The music was sensational. Um, cigars, many, many different cigars. This was, the Rollers event was all about Coaba. And uh, they gave you different sizes of different things. You started off with a little one, and then you got into the big uh, Salomonas as the night went on. Um, uh, I got to put it up on the, on uh, my Facebook page of the place setting. The amount of glasses was unbelievable. Everybody's got 10 glasses going. And there was different wines at each course along with a glass of water and cordials and things. And they would just keep bringing, the, you know, as the next food came on and another glass, another glass. It, the tables were full of glasses. No kidding. Uh, so major drinking going on, major drinking, major smoking, major eating, major music, major cigars. I mean, this was over the top, and this wasn't even the big thing. This was the night before, two nights before, the big one. Uh, there, I bumped into a uh, few customers, including Chuck Berry, which uh, uh, you, you saw at the store. I sent him a text message. I saw the, him in the video. He was very excited that yeah. I saw it. He was um, interviewed by Chinese television and was very happy to come over to me uh, after his interview and he said, I got Two Guys Smoke Shop in. You know, I mentioned (laughs) that's where I get my cigars. Uh, Unfortunately, cut out of his interview. Uh, But uh, he was there um, uh, along with other uh, customers from the store over the years. And bumping into them at that event, uh, Colin Ganley, who took me on the first trip, Cigar Tourism, uh, along with Twin Engines Coffee. He was there. um, And they told me there was a Rocky Patel sighting. Rocky Patel was there. I walked through the whole thing. I never caught up with him. I did catch up with him in Mexico, and um, he left after that night. And I, I said, I looked for you everywhere. He said, I heard you were there too. You're talking over a 1,000 people yeah. at this thing and you know, just couldn't bump into each other. Uh, but really, uh, American, America was represented probably for the first time in that kind of um, amount of people that were there. Uh, so much so, I remember getting out of a taxi uh, into Havana, and as soon as I got out, a guy uh, selling something points to me and says, Americano. And I said, how can you tell? And he said whatever he said, but it was because I'm larger than <laughs> most people. I know that's what it was. I don't understand Spanish, but I have a mirror, folks. I know. As soon as that, they start
4: throwing around the word grande.
3: Yeah. I don't blend. I don't. You can pick me out of the crowd for sure. Uh, along with all of us, but uh, that's what it was. And I spent a lot of time there with Steve Castro,
2: mm.
3: uh, Steve Castro, um, Lord Baltimore Cigars, David Cigars in Maryland, and um, very interesting spending time with a guy whose last name is Castro in Cuba. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, that as they check the passport and stuff, he gets looked at uh, and gets pulled aside a little more often than most, I would say. So um, no relation, by the way. But um, No you know, kidding. I yeah. would never have known that. Uh, but that, is, that is his last name, and it was interesting uh, that he was there. So that rollers event was over the top, sensational, the best that I've ever gone to a festival or anything like that. Have, you know, I do my big events, but this was way better than what I do myself. And from what I understand, it's only a handful of people that actually put this thing together. And i got to tell you, over the top, I mean, um, entertainment, a lot of it is done in Spanish, but they have um, subtitles written um, on the video screens that are there, so you can follow along as it is. Do they have the
4: bouncing ball so you can sing, (laughs) No,
3: no. No bouncing ball? But a... um, Almost to show homage to the cigar roller who brings you these beautiful c- cigars, and it, it's a night for them, and it was, it was a great night. So the following day was the trade show. So much like an IPCPR trade show, but much, much smaller, because remember, they're only um, dealing with their own cigars within their own country. So there's, um, there's about 27 or 28 cigar brands that are in Cuba. So these are, but the highlight was the Cohiba 50th anniversary and Cohiba cigars. Um, It was all about Cohiba. Um, Many booths that are throughout. Uh, Nelson Alfonso, um, who is Atabay Byron Bandolero, does a lot of the artwork and things for um, Habanos, including the logo of Cohiba 50 and the. the humidor that he had, the... Um, I have a, I saw a picture iron. of that humidor. Yeah. Really this exceptional. This Premium up. Humidor. Uh, the 50th anniversary of the brand. And the interesting thing on this, if you're looking at this humidor, um, is that on the um, the wood of the humidor that the opens The profile up, on the, the sides. Pro- that they carved the wood of the different woods that are there so that it actually has the face of the Indian. You see it there?
6: Yeah.
3: The side of it on both sides is the face of the Indian. that is the wood of the, another little like the man on the mountain. Yes. Yes. Correct. A
4: a little factoid about these particular humidors and Nelson has done them uh, a couple of times. He uses three or four different metals in a band around. There's two layers of wood on the inside, three or four metal bands so that the wood, as it goes through its expansion and contraction over its lifetime, Never warps because the
3: metal holds it all together on the inside. Made of cedar wood, uh, something in Spanish. Uh, external trim and logo plated in 24-karat gold. One-time production, limited to 2,016 units. Includes two trays uh, for unifying humidity. Uh, holds 50 Cohiba cigars, Siglo uh, cigars. Manufactured in Spain by Golden Age. Exclusively distributed by something in Spanish, SA, which is Spain. So the question was, they were made in Spain, they're in Spain, can I buy some? There's no cigars in it. And they said, I don't see why not. I said, I'll take five. Yeah. So let's see what happens. But I ordered five. Um, they're pricey. They're, yeah. Yeah. 2,500 well, euro, which is maybe 3,000. Yep. Yeah. But... I put an order in, and my, nobody's listening, right? Yeah, Nobody's <laughs> listening. <laughs> so I don't know if it's okay, but um, $2,750 is the U.S. price, I think. Um, but anyway, shh,
6: I bought five. I have five. Speaking of buying, yeah. you know, at a trade show, you're sampling a lot of cigars. You're making buying decisions. Did you kind of find yourself going back to that role or that, that, that mentality of buyer-owner You know, at this trade show with all these different yeah. brands?
3: Yeah, I, I couldn't buy. You yeah, know? it must
6: have been breaking your heart, like.
3: <laughs> but I ended up ordering, so I bought five of those humidors. I bought a hundred of another humidor, and I bought fifty of another humidor, mm-hmm. not knowing if I can can wow. get it or not. You know, and I'm not going to pay unless I get it. Yeah. Um, a problem that happened there is the hotel by itself. I mean, I had to get a hotel room. Hotel rooms were a lot more than they were a year ago. A lot of changes that happened over there, one of which is, is prices are going up. It wasn't a hotel room to, to be had. Um, wow. 3 dollars a night. Wow. Whew, cash. Cash only. Cash only. I needed two rooms, and I needed five nights and thousands of dollars, and it's cashola because they don't take uh, American credit cards yet. So wow. I say yet because things are changing. I was there a year ago. Things are changing dramatically. Everything is being worked on. You're seeing construction happening everywhere, and and a, a lot of the good news was it's rehabbing what they have there because the, the beauty of the buildings, right? You know, the you'd hate to see it yeah. crash down and put some new generic-looking building because these things have personality, like yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. The work is being done everywhere. Um, they're cranking, man. So, they're coming alive. Uh, big, big difference. Big. Do, do you think that part of
4: the rehab, not that you really yourself had anything to do with it, but facing a little bit of the criticism from a year ago, do you think that that opened some eyes
3: to possibly making some changes? I don't, I, I don't, I'm not going to say I had anything to do with anything, but um, one of the things I noticed is um, I, again, smoked a lot of cigars when I was there, dramatic improvement of the cigars that I smoked there. Now, why was it a dramatic increase? Because a lot of the times I said um, cigars were underaged, underfilled, uh, overhumidified, kind of wet. Um, That wasn't the case. And I went into one Habano store and I spent hours inside there sitting around having cigars with them. And the man... And I said to the man that I was talking to, what I was having a problem with before was everything was over-humidified. He says, you know, the humidity here is very, very high. Let me take you into the humidor and show you something. And he took me in there, and there was three dehumidifiers inside the humidor, actually taking moisture out to bring the humidity down below 70. Correct. Wow. So I said, I've never seen this before. And he says, this is what we're doing now to actually bring the humidity down. Um, and it has dramatically ended up helping. I said, absolutely, I'm, I'm smoking a cigar at that point. Um trying to think what it was. Of course, I didn't write it down. I took a picture somewhere, but um, it was one of the, the newer cigars that was burning, beautiful tasting. Uh, I don't even want to guess because I'm going to get it wrong. It was a bigger ring gauge, 50, a 57, 2016, 50, 2015, Nah, I'll leave it out there not to say the wrong answer. Um, but humidity was a big issue that ended up having the problem with it last time. Same thing when we were in New Orleans. Yeah. That I'm at a trade show in the U.S. Uh, last year at the IPCPR trade show, and my cigars weren't burning well at all while we were there. The humidity level was way too high. The cigars were moist, and that was it. And I go, all right, hmm. dehumidifier. Um, and they, there was a major difference at that point. Um, Plus I was smoking some really elaborate stuff One customer there Ends up going in his locker And giving me one of his cigars And I said, no, no, no I want to buy it And absolutely not The guy doesn't even know me or something I want you to try this And see what you think of this cigar And he gets his cigars And he ages them And they were in the humidor And it, it was unbelievable I'm like, this is beautiful This cigar is beautiful he wanted me to try something that he put down for a while and see what it is and, um, you know, love the cigars and everything. It was very, very interesting. Cool. Feeling bad taking from a citizen, yeah. you know, of a cigar. No, let me pay for this. And no, no, I want you to have this. And N- nice guy. <coughs> uh, I asked him if he's ever been to the U.S. Never. Uh, he says, I want to go, uh, but I wasn't able to go yet. And hopefully he ends up getting it. I said, if you ever want to come up and see me and let me buy you a cigar, but we'll end up seeing uh, whatever happens. But dramatic changes all around, uh, improvements on everything, uh, food, restaurants, um, you know, they're coming along, man. It's for sure. Things are happening. Um, The last night was uh, Friday night, and it was the gala evening. Now, not everybody gets to go to the gallery evening. All the thousands of people that go to the show, there's only certain people that get to go to this um, last night celebration, the gallery evening, they called it. Oversold, so um, that's going to be, uh, you know, wh- whoever is, uh, I think it's an expensive ticket, too, to, to get in there, yeah. I think 700 or something. <clears throat> I met the um, governor of Rome, Italy, No kidding. I also met at his table the king of Parmesan, Parmesan, Italy. I said, big fan. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I love what you do. Yeah,
4: I certainly do. Wow. Follow your work for a long time, sir. So,
3: um, and because I'm Italian, he goes right into Italian, and unfortunately, nothing. I got nothing. I can say some swears, and they're not even correct. <laughs> so, uh, the people that are there speak many, many languages. Everybody speaks, it makes you feel so stupid that I can barely get the English language going, and they, they're speaking because there's lots of Chinese and. Yeah. Uh, Arabs and everything. And for for really the first time, you got a lot of uh, Americans. I don't know, a lot, but there was Americans. Uh, At my table was Dave Savona from Sierra Aficionado. Um, I saw the folks from Half Wheel that were there. Brooks, Uh, Brooks, yeah. Um, And... um, both being at that last one, but a lot of the other people I had met earlier uh, weren't at this. <clears throat> this was a dress up, people in tuxedos and everything mm. at it. It was, um, you know, soup to nuts, high end, again, with all the glasses. We're going to be drinking a lot of different wines at high end, you know, and they show you the bottle, and here's the next course of what, what it is. Did um, you smell the cork? I did not. Okay, I did okay. not. you're not supposed to not smell it. Um, it was a who's who for sure. Uh, there's princes there, kings. In uh, me. You know, you know that? Which one uh, of these things doesn't, doesn't belong. Yeah. <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. Uh, you know, I, I really felt like, uh, why am I here? But um, uh, all in all, good. Uh, that night was all about Cohiba right from the very beginning. And it was the Cohiba Maduro, which I liked, uh, going right in the door and um, building all the way up to the Cohiba uh, 50th anniversary cigar. Now, Everybody got a couple of Kohiba There's two. Just like the Padron, there's two versions. Yeah. And one has uh, gold on the band and all kinds of, and it comes in a special humidor, of 50. Um, we don't get that cigar. We get the regular. Uh, we got a couple of the regular Cohibas, uh, Cohiba 50th anniversary, which is a very rare thing also. <clears throat> but not as rare as this 50-count 50, um, 50 humidor, and I believe they only made 50 50-count 50 humidors. The first one being auctioned off at the event. So <clears> it actually <throat> says it's edition one. It has the number one yeah. numbered. So we're gonna, they're going to auction that off along with six other humidors. Mm-hmm. But this one. One, all, one question. Yeah. Did you raise your hand during the auction even once? They gave you a little paddle. And I took a picture of my mother holding the little paddle. And they be, said, 100,000. <laughs> <laughs> I think it started off at, at over 100,000. And I said, "Let me take your picture before the start. Now put the paddle down. Don't touch it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on your hands because this is serious. It goes for three hundred and twenty thousand euros, which equates to two three hundred fifty-two thousand dollars. More than a third of a million dollars for fifty cigars. What is that? Seven grand a cigar? Seven thousand per cigar. And the guy that bid it and won is sitting at the table behind me." Not in front of me, behind me. Uh, We were up front. We were table number five, and these guys high-fiving each other after you know everybody at the table and all that.
4: Did he break out the cigars and say, "Here, everyone have a seven thousand dollars cigar"? No, he
3: did not. He was happy to get it, and uh, I don't know what he did, but three hundred and fifty-two thousand. I thought I was a nut. I I paid $300 for a cigar before. He paid $352,000 for 50 cigars. And the other ones are going to be available to, uh, I don't know what they do with the other 49. Well, part of that is
4: the fact that the humidor is number one. Are the cigars, similar to Padrona, the cigars numbered themselves to accompany that humidor so you'd be able to authenticate 50 years from now. Yeah,
3: they've they got to be collectors, although somebody said they have a cigar bar in another country, um, an um, wow. atmosphere, which I'll get into a little bit of the Cohiba atmosphere, but other humidors were auctioned. There. I think a total of six were off and off, auctioned off, and they raised over a million dollars for this is not Cohiba one, just one Cohiba one. The other ones were different ones, yeah. one of a kinds, one of one. And uh, they raised over a million dollars, and it's for a charity uh, in Cuba. So very nice, and uh, that's how that ended up working. Uh, As far as the Cohiba atmosphere goes, um, there's issues that are happening uh, apparently in... um, Not just the United States, but across the world. Across the world of legislation against cigars. And in some of these countries, you can't even say cigar, and you can't say the cigar brand. So what they're creating over there is the atmosphere... Of what the brand is. So if you could imagine walking into a room with black walls with little square white tiles within the black walls and a yellow stripe on the ground, it feels Cohiba, Cuban Cohiba at that moment. And at the bar, they serve Cohiba cocktails, but not Cohiba cigars. They have cigars. Well, because there is no restriction
4: on the alcohol. You can call that whatever you want. Correct.
3: Correct. And all of a sudden, the feel and the atmosphere and everything is Cohiba. So they're creating atmosphere for brands cool. getting ready for this. I thought it was very interesting. So at one of the seminars I went to, they explained the Nike Swish, for instance. They said, you, you see that logo of Nike, and, and you, you know, know just Nike. looking at the yep. Nike without saying Nike <laughs> on it. At the beginning, it used to say Nike yeah. and have the Swish. Right. And then all of a sudden, the word Nike is gone, and you see the Swish, and you know it's Nike. Now they said, pay attention to when you hear the advertising for Nike. You're going to hear them show the swish, and you'll hear in the background slightly shh. Before you know it, the symbol will be gone, and you're just going to hear shh. And now you know Nike. Interesting. So that's Nike gearing up
4: for awesome. whatever's
6: going to end up happening. So they said because there's a
4: lot of legislation against uh, running sneakers. sneakers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Athletic wear.
6: What's Apple going to be like? A bite of an apple.
3: So we got Obama coming there um, on the twenty second, I believe, of September. A couple of weeks. March. 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 Yeah, maybe a week away. Mm. (laughs) Um, I stayed at what was the Hilton Hotel, uh, which was uh, immediately transformed after Hilton to Castro's office. It became and then later becoming. Cabana Libra, which is the name of the hotel now. That hotel is going to be where all the media is going to be there. When you see it on TV, when uh, Obama, Obama goes, that's where the media is going to be, and they're fixing that all up. Um, and the hotel that he's going to be at, um, which is the uh, which is the big yellow National. National. That's where Obama's going to be. He's going to be on the on the 23rd floor. Already closed. They got the Americans in there. Uh, you know, CD sweeping and, and whatever they go there. Um, hopefully, they can let the government know that FDA... Our government. Our government, that FDA is about to do something bad to cigars, and if the day comes that Cuban cigars are released in the country, it's going to diversely affect them, and maybe... This is not good. It's a a long shot. It's a it's a hill Mary pass of, but maybe they can help us help them Mm. at the end and and do something. Well, it's going to be
4: a big nut for them to come in to pay the FDA to get their cigars coming in.
3: Yeah, if it does, if it goes the other way. So, that being said, uh, we're running out of time uh, on this. Your thoughts on Dos Hombri Candela? I still like it. It's getting uh, to
4: be in the medium-plus range. I'm about halfway through. Yeah, it's full-bodied. Yep.
6: Yeah. It's I up, like yeah.
5: it.
3: I like it. Yeah? Absolutely.
5: I don't so, like it. Subtle sweetness. Yeah. Nice amount of spice.
3: Not my, uh, not my cup of tea, but... Uh, And I would guess not most people's cup of tea, but uh, if you want to give it a try, it's probably your last chances now if you want to try a Doss Armour Candela. But other people are out there. The the Filthy Hooligan is there, and uh, the other guys are there, so uh, give a Candela a try this week because it's St. Patrick's Day. When we come back, uh, I was in Cuba and Mexico, and my biggest nightmare was the Americans. Americans letting me down not once but twice. I'm going to explain that when we come back. Um, We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing
4: more in the past hour, while you're smoking your Dos Ombre, Candela Churchill, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth.
6: I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars. And none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast. Or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the U.S.A. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co.
2: Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25 year old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos. Jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian, and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at AVO.com. Founded in
1: 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda. Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live
6: yours? In 2013, Boutique Blend Cigars released Aging Room Quattro, which was the number one cigar in the USA that year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Now, Rafael Nodel, the man behind the Aging Room Small Batches, has released La Boheme. La Boheme is a line that unites Rafael's three most important passions in life. Music, Cuba, and cigars. But perhaps the most unique part of creating La Boheme is the way in which Rafael blended this masterpiece. As a Cuban immigrant who came to the USA in a little boat when he was only 15 years old, Rafael had many memories of his native Cuba, but none as strong as the aroma of the Cuban cigars his grandfather used to smoke every day in that little park next to his house. Rafael blended countless combinations of different tobaccos and had other people smoke them, He would sit back and savor the aromas until one particular blend finally matched his memories. The same aroma of those Cuban cigars his grandfather smoked. La Boheme, a Dominican cigar with a Cuban soul. This The
1: crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta Is the Cigar Authority What are
6: your badges? The
1: Authority We ain't got no badges On everything cigar I don't have to show you any stinking badges With your host Ho, ho,
5: slow down there, Speed Racer
1: David Garofalo Put that coffee down coffee closes on Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stunt. That
6: guy a little cog. That guy a little cog. Don't.
1: <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. I went to
6: magic camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. <sighs> it's
1: time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, Loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you for the Cigar Authority.
3: Yeah! And we're back with our number two, broadcasting live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. What's better than American? Well, on my trip, not only once, but twice, they let me down. That's right, American. And uh, I'm going to explain that in minutes. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority.
4: You're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on
3: iTunes, YouTube, or Podbean where you can set it and forget it. Okay. We have a cigar. I was at... I left uh, Cuba, went to Mexico uh, to the TAA, Tobacconist Association of America, and they have uh, limited releases that they come out with each year. I believe this is the first time CLE, Christian Heroic, did that, and um, he – this was what they were showcasing. I asked if I could have four of them instead of the one. I usually don't like to take more than one as a sample. Uh, but I said I would like to actually try this on the, on the show uh, for the first time. So we're doing that. It's the CLE. What is this, Barry? CLE
5: Azabash, which is a Spanish word meaning jet black. And it refers to a glistening coal used in Cuban jewelry.
3: Hmm. I like the packaging. All right. So it's got a tissue wrapped yeah. on, the, on the basically three-quarters of the cigar, yeah. saying CLE Cigar Company, TAA Exclusive Tobacconists Association of America, which is a group of 75 retailers across the country. What they say is the best retailers across the country. Yeah. And uh, it's a little trade show, a little get-together that happens each year. The interesting thing is it's the Tobacconists Association of America, and they have their trade show every year. Not in America. <laughs> and then we have the international premium cigar and pipe retailers, the IPCPR, which is the big trade show that happens. The international premium, which happens in America every year, never international. Interesting. We, we park in the driveway. We drive <laughs> in the <laughs> parkway. What is going on? It's so yeah, But anyway, it's, it's <clears throat> always there. and it, It's a reason why, uh, and I'm going to get through that in minutes of um, what happened on my voyage there, but... Um, uh, obviously, you take the bottom part of this off, the tissue on the bottom, and we have um, what appears to be a dual band here at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
5: so this limited edition, which is box price, is going to be available in three sizes, 5x50, 6x54, and 6 x six sixty, with an MSRP of 7 8 and $9, respective, uh, respect, respectively. 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 Yeah. Uh, it's limited to 320 boxes of each size. It features a Mexican Maduro wrapper of a Honduran binder, and the filler is a tri-nation blend of Honduras, Nicaragua,
6: and Peru. All right. So, so where, can one, where can one purchase one of these, Dave?
3: Two it, Guys Smoke Shop when they come out. When they come out. It's
6: not, it's not out
3: yet, but um, did we order it? Yes. We did. We ordered it already. All right? So we so did they it, get it on the online, blind. too? Can they go to two guys? Not yet. Okay. Uh, when it comes out. Do we know when it's going to come out? I think I heard May, but there was no set date. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered their price. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Perdomo Cigars. Was Nick there? Nick was there. Janine, his lovely wife, was there. We spent a lot of time together. he uh, They're fantastic. They're the ones I want to spend the whole time with when I'm, when I'm there, uh, which I do. I take too much of his time. I know I do anyway. But uh, I needed him to yell at me a little about my, my trip to Cuba, which uh, he certainly did. And... Uh, I don't think it's going to stop. But cold cold
5: draw? Oh, I got this, Barry. Oh, uh, uh, I
4: think I got this. Hang on. I got, I'm got. i going to write mine down. Hang on. <laughs> all right.
5: You it. write yours down. I'm going
4: to write mine down.
5: And let me know when I can spill the beans.
3: Cold draw right. is tasting the cigar before they light it. They take a draw in it. See and if there's a little flavor.
5: I am going to say chocolate-covered
3: cashews. So wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
4: all right. Are you ready for your mind to be blown? Sure. Easter's coming up. We're going to have our Easter ham at my house. And I'm gonna make my mother's orange raisin sauce as the gravy to put over the ham. That's what the cold draw is.
5: You know what? On, on the top of ham, did they? Put, what's that little, that little black thing they put? The on cloves. The cloves. There's also a little clove in here.
4: You're not copping to the orange sauce with the raisins, huh? No,
5: but definitely some clove.
4: Let me see about this cashew thing.
3: I got a little raisin here. I got to tell you,
4: with a tang. Little raisin. Raisin with a tang. You're doing everything you can to not hit mine, huh? When it's my turn. <laughs> so I don't know him. what you're talking about. You got Barry. So little... you upset that I said what I said about you kissing Dave? I get, I get, is I get that what's going bit. on? I get okay. raisiny
3: a lot on a lot of cigars. It's mm. like that sweet raisiny type of thing. I get that a lot. All right, let's give it a light. All right, we're going to be
4: lighting today with the Lotus T3. It's $59.99. It features three jets and a triple large big ass tank this full is, metal jacket. This is
3: a table lighter, right? You got a
4: shiny mirror when you for when you're going to light
5: your cigar. This is for your desk. This is a, this is by far a table lighter. See, I, I think it's a pocket lighter for a fat guy. You can't pull those little lighters out of your pocket yeah. when you're a big guy. You just look like a dink. Mm. Maybe you just look
3: it's just a like It's an industry a dink. term. It's an industry <laughs> term <laughs>
2: Have You ever thought of that? <laughs>
3: Is that yeah. silence? There's densely silence. packed, <coughs> densely packed cigar. I mean, this thing is a brick. Squeeze it. It's, yeah, it's <coughs> tight. But yeah. yet, the drawer is perfect. How do they do it? Magic. You know what? You wouldn't yeah. think. Volume. Volume. Mm. Volume. Spicy in the nose. A lot happening here. Tingly. Is, t- <laughs> is
4: tingly a flavor?
3: <laughs> Industry term.
2: Mm. It's
3: delicious. You know what I'm saying? It's a little heavy. It, you can get, you, I'm getting some heaviness. Do we have a price on this?
5: Uh, we're smoking the Robusto, which will retail for seven, the Toro will retail for eight, and the 6 by 60 will retail for nine before local taxes.
4: I'm finding it interesting. Heavy. It, it used to be the Robusto and the Toro were the same cigar, just one, in, one an inch longer. Yes. The industry appears to be making the Toro a different cigar altogether. Bumping the ring gauge up, to, so degrees. that you're, I see a lot of that you're to going right? from robusto being short and thin. Five by
3: then
5: you have got
4: the toro being a little longer and a little thicker, and then the six, six sixty. We
5: f-
3: should be six x fifty. at six x
5: fifty. It used to uh, toro used to be six by fifty two. We saw it as six by fifty, and then it became six by fifty two. Now it seems a lot of people are doing toros at six by fifty four.
3: Hmm.
5: Okay, so
4: but the toro and the robusto almost always not the same ring gauge anymore. No. Uh, the correct. folks over at um, Recluse, their Toro is thinner. The Robusto is 52. Mm-hmm. The Toro is a 50.
3: That's different. That's different. Do you see what I'm saying in the nose? The flavor in the nose? I haven't done through so the nose much. Day. So
6: much
3: so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. God. <laughs> That's Jonathan retro yelling. <laughs> that is actually taking it in
0: and blowing out his nose. Here's
4: Johnny. I How'd almost like? died. Going easy. Death. I tried going easy. You I know, tried what? the swallow trick.
3: I saw somebody actually. There's an email in there. I don't know if you're going to get to it today. That uh, Barry, you taught people how to do it. Apparently last week. Yeah, I mentioned that let
5: the smoke roll to the back of your throat without inhaling it, but then somebody. breathe and push it through your nose. All right. So go ahead. All say right. This. So
4: uh, hey, guys, long time listener. Blah blah blah. Uh, On this past show, he says blah, blah, blah. Uh, This past show, Barry talked about retro healing, and I thought I would share a trick that finally got me over the hump of learning how to do this. That trick was to make like you're going to swallow the smoke, and then as doing so, exhale through the nose. This act of initial swallowing uses the tongue to push the smoke to the back of your throat, where exhaling then pushes the smoke into your sinus cavity and out the nose. For me, hearing it this way was the trick. As soon as I tried it this way, I was successful, and yes, it opened up a whole new world of flavors for me
2: hmm.
5: right away. Signed, Vic. Vic. If you don't retrohale, you're definitely not getting the full flavor experience. And you know what? I am, I'm getting better at
4: retrohaling, and this cigar is just a little too aggressive, and I was... A little too aggressive myself about the retro hill, but Barry is yeah, correct. Just a
3: little, not the whole thing. Blow most of it out and then just do a little bit, and you, and you get that.
4: And I get your point before about not doing it when you're sampling a cigar for purchasing. Yes. But as a buyer, it's a different situation. When you're a cigar smoker, I do appreciate more flavors when I get a little retro hill going on. It does open up another world. The majority
3: of, taste. of- American consumers, and this is 31 years in the cigar business, selling them to consumers, do not retrohale the cigar. Well, the
4: majority of people don't light their cigar properly, so we should light it wrong. No,
3: And then we'll know
4: what they're tasting. But
3: now we have to actually taste the cigar and recommend the cigar based on the flavors of how they're smoking the cigar. So I try to... Do it that way and then explain it to them. If I end up saying to every consumer, and when you retrohale this is what you're going to get, then i say, what are you talking about? I don't do that. And why would you blow it out your nose? And here, try it. And then you're going to cough. You've been, you've been practicing
6: for six years. You don't cut it down. <laughs> <laughs> so that's
5: six years. Very valid point. So the flavor on the cigar that I'm getting is German chocolate cake. Oh, my goodness.
4: Definitely
6: chocolate, 100%. There's
4: some chocolatey notes. I'm with you with the coconut, it's too. It's dense. From the, from the icing. I got gotcha. you.
3: This is this is good. This is, this really is good, what
4: but, would happen if you had German chocolate cake while getting hit in the chest with a hammer. Really?
5: Because no. it,
3: this is, it is packing a wallop. You don't get the spiciness to it though. Dramatic. Oh, big a lot time of spice. Yeah. Big spice.
5: So I don't get it. Like on the retro
6: hell, I get enhanced sweetness. You're not getting spice. A bite? No. What? Are you serious? One hundred percent. I'm it's, with Barry on this. A lot this is of spice. This is strong for me.
3: Heavy spice. Yeah, it's strong. But it, heavy spice. Maybe a little bit of spice. You guys are nuts. Pepper. Yeah. Yeah, this is no uh, lightweight cigar here. This, we got something going on. I got to
5: tell you, CLE seems to be stepping up their game lately. Oh, yeah. The first 20 years, which came out a few weeks, was really phenomenal. Good. Really good. The CBT Medoro was excellent. Very good, yeah. They're firing on all cylinders. Here they right come. Now. Here His Aroa,
4: the natural on the Aroa, is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing.
3: Whose butt am I kissing? Christians? <laughs> so, I mentioned to you that um, I go to Cuba. They couldn't be nicer to me. I go
6: to Mexico. They couldn't be nicer. Wait, quick question on Cuba. Yeah. Did you smuggle in a Duran cigar? No.
3: Okay. So, the, he left the box. I, we put it yeah. aside for him. We were going to do it, and then he left the box behind. Yep. Sorry. All right. Um, So I'm coming back from Cuba. I have to go to Mexico. And I got a visa to go from Miami. First off, I call American Express. I got a very complicated trip that I need to take. I need to go from Boston To Miami, Miami to Cuba, Cuba to Miami, and then I got to get a Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, and there's no direct flight, so I got to go from Miami to 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 Texas, Texas, Dallas, and then from Dallas, Texas to Puerto Vallarta, then from Puerto Vallarta, back to Dallas, and then back to Boston. So they said, well, we can get you to everything, but we can't get you to Cuba. So, okay, set everything up, and let me figure out when the times are of the Cuban flight. Because I have to get to Miami fast enough to be able to catch this Miami flight. So they figure everything out, and they said, okay, you're all set. And I said, now I want to go first class all the way. Well, we can't help you again with first class to Cuba, but I got you for everything else. Okay. And I'm taking... This isn't just American Express. This,
4: well, this is American
3: Express Black. Right. This is the extra benefits. Centurion. The whole thing. You know, I'm, I spend a lot of money with them. I'm a top, top guy when it comes to American Express. So... I'm taking my 85-year-old handicapped mother with me. So I want everything to be nice as possible, yeah. and I'm paying. I'm not using frequent flyer miles. I'm paying for this thing. Okay, so here you go, sir. You're all set. And I go, all right. It's a very, very complicated thing, but we got it. Here it is. So we leave Boston. We fly down first class to Miami. Everything's good. We get on to uh, get our visa. We're all set. And we go to Cuba, and everything's okay. The Cuban trip was wonderful. Now we got to go back. Early in the morning, we're at the airport, and uh, plenty of time to get to the flight. I want to make sure nothing's messed up. i got a complicated day. We get there plenty of time. Too early, to be honest with you. But better too early than too late, right? Absolutely. We get there. Now the the flight delay starts. And here it is. It got pushed back an hour. Gets put back an hour and a half. Now I'm starting to get concerned because I did have three hours on the other side, but I'm now now it's two, now yeah. it's
6: one. Oh. So all of a
3: sudden, it disappears. It's not there anymore. The flight is gone. So now I start going up to people. No, no Spanish, unfortunately oh. for me. So I bring my paper and I say this flight number, whatever it is, and nobody knows nothing. I see some other people that are there that speak English because they're going back to Miami. Are you on my flight, too? Yes. So now I'm looking at these people and making sure if anybody gets up and leaves, because they're bilingual and they'll be able to do it. And we're all sitting around, sitting around, sitting around, and hours start going by. One, two, three, four, five hours delayed. I'm screwed, because now I have missed my flight from um, Miami to Dallas. And... um, I'm at the point where I'm missing my flight from Dallas to Puerto Vallarta also, but I'm not going to get to Dallas anyway. So my wife is on the other end seeing that this flight disappears and that I ain't making it, and she contacts American Airlines. That's who's flying the whole thing except for the, the Cuban part, which is a charter and says, my husband's in Cuba, there's no contact or anything, the flight looks like it's not even existing or something, there's no way he's going to make it. Please do not cancel his flights all the way around, because I know how this works, because it's happened before to her. So, they, because they canceled the flight all the way through, because you don't show up at the airport. I don't know if that's security or what the reason behind that is. Um, <clears throat> she takes the guy's name down, so everybody understands everything. I have no contact with her at all. So I, I don't know what's going on. And finally, after five hours, they say, okay, um, anybody who has a ticket, um, ticket number one through 100. There's a number on your ticket also. Um, you get to go through, and from 100 to 180, you have to stay behind. So I'm like, must be a different plane or something's going mm-hmm. on. Um, we lucky because we 're number twenty, or whatever it is, because we got there so early. thank God,, yep. so we got our ticket, the low number, so we get on the plane there 's a hundred of us on a plane that holds one hundred and eighty. The other people aren 't there, and the next thing you know they 're closing the door, wow, and they 're leaving these other people behind i don 't know what, what happens to them or whatever. <clears throat> I feel for them, but i 'm on the plane anyway, and we move our seats. Into our own rows and stuff at that point because basically, half the flight is empty, and the plane takes off, lands in Miami, and uh, now what do we do? So, uh, two carry-ons along with the the the, um, ones that are uh, on the belly of the plane. Check and I got to go pick them up. You got to clear customs, and I'm uh, my mother with a cane, and uh, I'm waddling around carrying all this stuff and sweating and trying to get through. And I have to go. He was looking good. Not good at all. Looking good. So I get to the American Airlines thing, and I say, everybody there obviously has a problem. So I, I feel for what they're going through because they're just dealing with the next guy angry yeah. that has a problem. And I said, here's, here's what it is. And they look, and they says, oh, I see what happened. Um, in the meantime, I'm texting my wife saying what happened. And she says, uh, you know, go up and see. There's a flight at this time, this time, this time. Let me see if I can get to Texas at least. See how far I can get. They look, and they said, um, yeah, you missed your thing. Um, Everything has been canceled, um, and everything is booked all the way through. Um, Any other flights that are going are full to the max. You can't get through there either. Um, I'm like, all right, what happens? We can get you on a flight tomorrow, first flight out to get you to Dallas, uh, for only $890 each. But the bad news is it's – Regular, what do you call that? Coach. 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 So I said, Well, I'm going to take whatever I can get. You're selling me a ticket? And they said, Yeah, it's 890 and it's coach. I said, What happens to the other flights? And they said, Yeah, you lost everything. And we got to figure a way to get you back too because you lost your flights returning also. Come on. So I said, I I lost first class all the way and back. That hasn't even happened yet. Yes, you lost everything. So I don't know she already talked to them and told them not to do this. She said, you booked us through American Express? Yeah. Why don't you stand over there and give them a call? So I called them, and they said, yeah, you lost everything and all this. And I go, what? are you kidding me? Mm. Uh, now I start getting loud and uh, getting mad, and I said, I lost everything. I said, listen, book me on whatever you got to book me on. Get me on there. I'll fight with you guys later. Mm. Uh, and I guess I need a hotel for tonight. So they booked me in a hotel for $209 each, uh, plus, plus, plus. So you're talking $500 uh, for the two rooms for the night. And uh, 800 and something dollars each for the get me to Texas uh, flight. Who knows what this is going to end up coming to.
4: And you already paid for the other ones. I already paid
3: top dollar, first class all the way. Um, and I'm going to deal with this later on. But I got to get there one way or the other. I go back to the American Express thing, and they said, "How'd you make out?" And um, I said, "They're trying to sell me a ticket for 809 dollars thing. And they say, "Oh, we have that, OK. Uh, that went through. You're all set for that. Uh, where are you staying?" Now she wants to sell me the hotel room. So I said, "I think I'm staying at such-and-such." And, such, and they call this, and how much did they charge her? I said, "209." She said, "Well, I can get it for you for 180 or whatever. I don't care. <laughs> hundred nine, two hundred eighty. I'm I'm into this for thousands of dollars yeah. at this point. And she says, "Hold on, let me make a call." And she says, "I got a fee for one fifty each." So I'm saving a couple hundred bucks. No refund on the other tickets. They no. get to sell them, they saw, twice. So the, the amazing thing is, I said in the flight hasn't even happened yet, and I'm am an hour late on that flight to, to from to Port of You sold my tickets first class for two. To, from Texas to Puerto Vallada already, yes, and from Puerto Vallada to Texas already, and from Texas to Boston, already sold. I find that hard to believe. And they said, nope, it's all gone. Unbelievable. So it's completely gone. You lost
6: everything, and this is American they Express need to change, and American Airlines. They
4: need to change their whole... This
6: can't. has got to be a silver lining to the story. This is not no. how it ends. Because would end so far. Come on, no, it's right. un
4: American airlines and un American express. Let me
6: tell you, and I have
3: two Centurion cards of American Express, which means I spend a million dollars on each card per year. You're supposed to get the, you know, whatever they can do to help you is why you end up doing this. That's the, right. the fee is $2,000 a year each on the card itself. And I said to the guy on the phone, I said, I'll be calling you on Monday to cancel American Express. I'll never fly American Airlines ever again. I said, I know you're just a guy on the receiving end. I'm trying to be as debonair as possible here, but I'm very, very angry. I understand, sir, there's nothing I can do for you. Nobody even tried, let me be honest with you. And from that point on, my wife spent three days talking to them and trying to – both on the phone at the same time that they uh, patched in three-way call to try to. Nobody wants to help. Nobody wants <laughs> to do anything. I'm telling you, it was the worst customer service wow. ever that you could ever possibly wow. do. A 85-year-old handicapped woman I'm dealing with here at the same time. And you guys just, you know, no compassion, no nothing. No, Listen, this is what we can do for you, sir. Nothing. You guys are screwed. And the way back was a disaster. Ugh. um Even So I got at the airport coming back, I got Nick Perdomo and his wife trying to help me, because we're on the same flight back, Christian Aroa, trying to help me. Can you do something for her? Nothing. I mean, they're up there status-wise, you know, with, with companies, with people that they have flying all over the world and stuff. Nothing. Customer service Unreal. was the absolute worst thing you can ever imagine. Um, and I, you know what? I got the platform, so I'm telling the story. I put this aside so I could actually tell the story so that I can say to, say to anybody who's listening out there, including the people with giant status across American Airlines, they were terrible, uh, and they're still terrible, and I'm going to continue to fight. And even if there is a silver lining, to put somebody <laughs> through what they ended up putting through, <laughs> there was no need of it. And, you know, they, they did because they can and it's that's not, not a right. reason. No. That's not a reason because every uh, flight is, is done. I've got to say the airlines are the worst in the world, and, and uh, American airlines, terrible.
6: They need to refund you for those can- all those canceled flights, yeah. and they need to reimburse you with some kind of benefit, whether that's free flights or some kind of future benefit. For that you'll never use because you're never going on the airline again anyways. First-class flights anywhere you want in the world for you and your mom or for you and two, at least on top of any refund. That is just – oh. Ridiculous. Yeah. We were stranded. Not only did they make money on your initial first flight flights, but then they resell them and they're making more money. What does somebody do that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm well off.
3: I uh, was able to, to do it. You know, yeah, 900 you, here, 1800 on there, $500 in the room. Boom, boom, boom. I'm able to do it. Knock on wood that I was able to do it. But somebody that didn't have it, I mean, you're sleeping at the airport. Right. You are so screwed at that point. And wow. nothing, no compassion, no nothing, helping us along and stuff. And, you know, let me get a wheelchair for your mother. Let me do something. There was nothing. There was completely you guys on your own. It was, it was a disaster. Awful. My question to you is how do you become debonair at that point, Chuck Morris? I don't how think There do we go. So <laughs> this is a setup for you. And maybe next week you can, you can say, here's how you do it. But yeah, well, I'll do it right now. Yeah.
6: Don't fly American Airlines. Chat That's room terrible.
5: saying they're not going to fly American anymore.
6: It was so bad. It was,
3: you know, and I, I hate to be that guy, but I got to tell you, this is the story, the honest-to-God truth of exactly what went, went through. And, you know, I went to Cuba. I went to Mexico. Who let me down? American Airlines and American Express. How? What a shame.
6: Awful. Well, here you go. Do
3: you Here's need a trip. gentleman?
6: Yes, I do.
2: Gentlemen. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me a gentleman. Ladies,
0: fasten your seat belts. switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume.
6: You
2: need a gentleman?
6: And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with Suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, this may have been a play that American Airlines and American Express had used on Dave. We'll find out. How to leave a never-ending conversation on the phone the debonair way. Scenario one, the phone call. Whether it be a family member, colleague, co-worker, or business-related, you're on the phone with a person who just won't stop talking. How do you politely end the conversation? One, you've got another call you have to take in a couple minutes. It's been great talking to you, and I'll speak to you again in insert time frame. Ideally, a few days. So lie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number two is, listen, my apologies. My battery's very low on my cell phone, so I got to hop off. I'll catch up with you soon. Lie again. Use the battery excuse. White lie. White lie. Option number three, the time factor. Oh, my goodness, I can't believe it. Look at the time. I'm sure you have lots on your agenda, so I'll let you get to them. Please let me know if there's anything else I can do for you in the meantime. Number four here is the complimentary close. Listen, it sounds like we've covered a lot today, everything we needed to, so I'm going to let you go. Ah, Thank you for such a productive conversation. I like that better. So these are white lies, but you're doing it in a polite, debonair manner where it's non-offensive and you're kind of relying on, as Dave said, white lies to end the phone call. There's a point in every conversation when everyone knows it's time to wrap it up, and now you've got the debonair strategies to politely end that never-ending phone conversation. That's The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by our good friends at Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question every single time is how you debonair.
4: So uh, just saying, yeah, I'm done talking to you, and clicking. Here we go, That's bad. <laughs> That's not good. I'm done with you. Click. Oh, I think I'm about to get into a bad click. Here we go.
3: And then let him go to voicemail. Send him. So we bye-bye get bye-bye. time to squeeze in. What's up in the cigar world?
4: It's time for what's, what's up? up in the cigar world. Brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 cigar of the year is. The Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles. Over the course of two full years, they are box-pressed and rolled end-to-bar for a perfect draw every every time. time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today.
5: This week saw the arrival of Avo Synchro Toro four-packs that are available in stores now. Packaged in sleek-looking four-packs that is perfect for sharing with friends. In industry news, more changes for Villiger as Henrik Villiger has stepped down from his post as director. At 85 years old, Henrik worked for the company for almost 60 years and spent more than a quarter of a century as the director. While Henrik will remain chairman of the board, Robert Souter, who previously worked in Sporting Goods, will take over the role. Hmm. Padron unveiled a new Padron 1926 Series number 48, a 55 by 60 version of the 1926 blend offered in both Maduro and Natural Exclusive for TAA retailers that should show up on shelves soon. Why 48? The 48th annual TAA meeting. That
6: was it. Oh,
4: okay, gotcha.
6: Avvo- so it's mm-hmm. matching up the numbers? 48? Be the same number.
5: I get confused because of
4: the 50. You know, we just had the 50. It seemed like they were going backwards, too. I, yeah. I missed the TAA. I'm sorry.
5: Avo announced the release of Classic Covers 3, a.k.a. the Avo 90th. The cigars will measure 6 by 54 and feature Habano 2000 wrapper. The box will look like a record player cool and it will also serve as an ashtray.
3: Do you see it? Do you see it, Jonathan? Yeah. The ashtray? Do you see the no, box? It looks like a record player. It's cool as hell. Nice. And lastly, in
5: 1998, the state of California became the first state to ban smoking in restaurants and bars, a measure that moved across the USA. This week, the state senate passed a law that will raise the smoking age to 21, which now moves to the governor's desk for his signature. The and entire that's, state. That's Yep, that's this week. cigar news. What's up in the cigar news What's
4: series? up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the cigar of the year. Recluse cigars is what's, what's up. I think you should end that with, and that's what's, what's up? up in the cigar world. And then CLE
5: definitely will do.
4: All right. As a ba-
3: <laughs> CLE as a, bash. As a bash. Yep. Asabash. what do you think? Let's, Let me start. It is a spice bomb. No matter what you say, it's, If you have to pick a cigar that says, wow, this is a spice bomb, this is a spice bomb, spice rub that you put on the meat, you rub the spice on the meat, all the different spices that are on there, because there's a lot. There's a lot of black pepper in it, but there's a lot of other spices that happen in here. It's really like it's actually been injected with it. That's how how much there is.
5: It is ever so slightly spiced. Oh, my God. I agree with Jonathan on this.
6: Dave, i got to back you up, and you little guys can make of fun sweetest. of me all you want. I'm getting – I'm getting, but it's a balanced spice. There's spice there. I'm not sure if it's as heavy as Dave is describing for me, but it's the strong influence, but it's balanced, and I'm getting that chocolatey flavor as yeah, well. I'm getting brown sugar, some chocolate. Wow. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. that. It's it's
4: a little spicy, but mostly oh, it's sweet. Oh, my God. Strong. There's Lajero in there for sure. You're not getting pepper? Like no, not even sli- through the nose. A lot wow. of pepper. Mm-hmm. Slightest little bit. I'm, and I'm, uh, it's a stretch for me to try to agree with him. Two people totally different. It's yeah. crazy. Well, obviously, Chuck is going to say whatever you say. And now Barry no. has to go the opposite.
3: Yeah, I don't like being... And my, my the palate camp. is clean right now because I didn't smoke for two days. First cigar in two days. So... Anyway, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about TAA and uh, new cigars that are coming out. We're going to take a peek into the asylum and a peek into the calendar, uh, what's coming up, and let you know uh, about next week. Uh, I've received a uh, $250 fine for smoking in a smoke shop. That'll be next week. I'm going to go dig deep into that. But we'll be back in minutes. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
0: The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Ciglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year. Then, and only then, into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humid tubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated.
3: Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars.
4: This is Jerry from Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the
6: United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
3: And we are live from the Fleur Dominicana Cigar Studios, just back from the TAA with new smokes and stories. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. The big story was uh, American Airlines, um, and a uh, shout-out to Emily from American Airlines Phoenix office, customer service, <laughs> for being the worst, no help. Disrespectful agent of all time. You win the award, Emily. Uh, American Express uh, was okay, uh, uh, but actually didn't pull it off. Uh, Still working things out with them. uh, But as far as American Airlines, holy good God.
0: Absolutely.
3: (laughs) Emily from the Phoenix office. um, Horrible. Find another job because customer service is not what you are best at, servicing (laughs) the customer. If, I'm if, fired up, man. If, if you're not happy with your job, get a different one because you do a terrible job at it because you hate it yourself. Right. And I understand, listen, that every call she's going to take is going to be a terrible thing of a thing. But your job is to actually service them. Try to make it better, not worse. Not make it worse. I'm sorry to – listen, I got the show and uh, let me use it as a platform the best I can. I'm sorry to – it put my problems into it, but uh, that's the way it is. Uh, Meet the sponsors pack is out there uh, Monday. It is going to change over. Right now, we got the uh, uh, Camacho American Barrel Age with the ashtray um, at thirty nine ninety nine. That changes on Monday. Uh, it will become an eight pack version of Brickhouse Cigars in a beer mug. It comes with the free beer mug again thirty nine ninety nine. You'll see all these are sponsors for the Cigar Authority. And what we try to do is people that are our sponsors try to... They're helping us by sponsoring the show. So we try to help them back. So what I tried to do to American Airlines is take all the trips I was taking on American Airlines, with the exception of Cuba, because they didn't fly there. It had to be through this other way. So every other thing was there. And not only um, use American Express, American Airlines... But use it first class and not use my frequent flyer miles or get upgraded, which I can, but actually pay for it and give them the money for it and still that kind of service that ends up happening. So not debonair, folks, not no. um, a bunch of crap. And you think you'd have some compassion, but you don't. But uh, so we try to do it. We try to be debonair and we're trying to help the sponsors of the show. So uh if you're getting the, this show and you enjoy the show, or if you hate the show and you listen anyway, <laughs> um, grab one of the packs and well, help out. If you hate them. me, here we go. That's fine, too. Get it. So uh, that's that. So uh, TAA uh, was the 48th annual TAA, March 6th through 10th. Uh, unfortunately, missed the first couple days. Um, but it was at the Western Resort in Puerto Vallarta. By the way, uh, it was cold. They couldn't help it, though. It was about 50 degrees, colder at night, windy, rainy. Ooh. Um um, but anyway, it was here, so you didn't right, miss much. Right, right. <laughs> and people were saying it's like New Hampshire there and everything. But um, um, finally I get there, and great to see uh, some of the, the retailers that are there, some of the manufacturers, uh, spending time with all of those folks there. Uh, 75 retailers, 34 manufacturers. So almost, uh, you know, two retailers to every – Manufacturers, So you get to spend a lot of time with them. Um, uh, some of the exclusive products that they show this year, um, the uh, Asylum Necrophilia is a TAA. It was last year's
5: TAA. Still there? Right, and now it's a regular release, I believe. Other uh, people can get it? I believe it was shown at the trade show last year as a regular release.
3: Okay. Huh. Crown Heads Angels Anvil MMXV. Yep, that's the new one uh, being made at EP Carrillo's Factory. Yes, Maduro uh, box press. Box press. They have a pre-release review that will go up sometime this week. Okay, Uh, no band on it yet, but it's still a pre-release of it. Um, They got the Acid Big Bang, which is when you see that in cigar stores, you know they're a TA store for to have the that type of thing. La Flor Dominicana's 48th Limited. Release, uh, we're going to smoke that next week on the show. Um, this was, there was many sizes. You smoke them all, you place your order for whatever size you want. The only one you're going to get is the one that ends up winning. Uh, this is John Carney putting this whole show together. And uh, we'll let you know next week who won, and we'll actually smoke the cigar All on right, show. so
4: let's say you got choices, just to keep it simple. you got a, a Robusto, a Toro, and a 660. Everybody places their order, I want 10, 10, and 10. And at the end, you end up with 30 Toros, or do you end up with 10, 10 uh, Toros? 10. Good
3: question. Okay. You only get what you...
4: So let's say, you know what? My shop is a Robusto shop, so I'm going to order 30 boxes of the Robusto, and you're the only one. Everybody else goes with different sizes. Do you get 30 boxes no, you of the Toro, better, you better or you, order get you get nothing? You get nothing.
3: So you better order some of each. So I got a feeling I know which one's going to win, because I did exactly what you say, is I'll have 10 of this, 10 of this, and 150 of that. <laughs> Voting with the wallet. So you vote as many times as you want. I voted 150 times. So I got a good feeling which one's going to win, I think. Um, because I know certain sides are going to sell better than others. That, and so I was uh, pushing the vote along, I hope. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening, mm-hmm. though, and um, we're gonna smoke them on the show next week. Reg- the week, week only with, I, I think the only one that might be able to outvote you or have the the ability to outvote you may be
4: um, the Castro brothers there because they got eleven stores. Yeah, yeah. they could. Davis and they Maryland. Could, hopefully, they voted the way you voted. They did. They did. Then it's I was a shoe in. With him, so it's uh, a shoe in.
3: Because I, I did say to him, which which one do you hope it goes for? So I don't know how much he bought of each thing, but I know. He hoped it went for the same size that I hoped it went for.
5: My father, limited edition 2016. Yep, it's going to be an El Centaurian H2K Connecticut. Yep. Torpedo, right? Uh, Yes. Yes. Um,
3: Nat Sherman. Pan American?
5: Yep, Pan American. They're doing three new sizes this year on top of the three sizes they released last year.
3: So the three sizes will be the ones that, will right? Be the ones well, they'll have tier. six
5: sizes total for TAA retailers to choose from. Okay.
3: Hmm. So the whole Pan is all TAA. Only TAA. Okay. Uh, I smoked it. Very interesting. Yep. Very. I liked it. Yep. Um, we got a common. Uh, Padron, as you say, the uh, the Padron forty eight. Yep. Um, and there's two others, um, the Tatuaje. Tatuaje exclusive series. Um, he wasn't sure. He wasn't ready. Okay. To, uh, I don't have any sample or anything like okay. that, but um, I bought a ton of them because he's not doing any, any limiteds th- this year. Yes. So
5: uh. It'll be six and a quarter by 50 inches. And the uh, one we're smoking today. And the one we're smoking
3: today. The, and the, one we're smoking today, right? the Azabash. And that, and that uh, wraps up uh, – uh, uh, the TAA stuff. Um, TAA, Tobacconist Association of America, as I say, uh, top retailers out there. It the in, That part of the industry, that group, has improved year after year after year. Um, not a political group at all, but um, lots of learning sessions and um, yeah, diving deep. Uh, really good. You get... Good stuff out of it, talking to other retailers, and hopefully we all shop in our game and we're better at customer service. Certainly better than American Airlines. It uh, doesn't take much to do. I mean, every chance I get, right? There you go. Um, they better do the you right Can
5: ring the bell for yourself? No. He's allowed. Oh, he's allowed. Nice. His signature allows it.
3: All right. Right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away.
6: Ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho-ho. Hee-hee. Ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. Ha-ha.
4: It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's asylum. In light of the attack by terrorists that Paris had the misfortune of dealing with recently, One would think donning a vest that looks like it's packed with explosives, wielding a knife, and yelling at the top of your lungs, Alu Akbar, inside city limits, would be insane. But recently, an unnamed man did the aforementioned while walking into the Paris police station. The moral of this story is, no matter how fake your vest is, the police only shoot real bullets. (laughs) That dude was insane, and he's now dead. That's Asylum. Asylum.
6: They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. True story? They're coming to take me away, ha huh? Google it. <laughs> this is a funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away,
3: huh? That's not an answer. Google it. Is it a true story? Google it. Okay. <laughs> I guess the debonair way not to do the white lie? It's, they're all true. So you want an insane event from Asylum? We got it coming up. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's a chicken poop party, Wednesday, April 27th, 2016, from 6 to 8 p.m. Right here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. The evening includes a chicken dinner and two asylum cigars and one chance. One chance. A live chicken will roam the area. Wherever (laughs) it poops on whatever number it wins, you win in a box of asylum cigars. So get your tickets before they're gobbled up. Seating is limited. Don't be a chicken shit. Sign up today. Don't be a cluck. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's only forty dollars, and it's brought to you by Asylum Cigars, whether they like it or not. And um, it's going to be uh, the Chicken Connection and Two Guys Smoke Shop. Uh, if you want to come on down, we're going to have some fun, live it, chicken, and at the end, Chuck Morrison's getting the chicken. I love it. You I, did I, I, listen. All right, you listen. You listen. I, I was going to say. All right, <laughs> Chuck's. I'm getting- in. Chuck's getting the chicken. He wants the chicken. Uh, and looking ahead into our calendar next week, uh, we'll be celebrating Avo Uvasian's 90th birthday. Um, his birthday will be the following Tuesday. We're going to have an event here with Avo. Uh, and any tickets left on that? I think there's a couple there's a couple. All, all right, so we've got a couple tickets left for Avo's birthday, which is Tuesday, next Tuesday. And we're going to have uh, Avo's going to uh, chime in via Skype. Mm-hmm. Uh, in and talk with us from his home. Um, but uh, next week also, we're going to shoot a little ashketball ball uh, because it's ashketball ball begins when you shoot your, your ash into the bucket. It's not it's trying great to for your cigar, but it is a good time. It's a good time anyway. So uh, a lot going on next week's show. Moving ahead to April 2nd, it is the Cigar Authority's 6th anniversary show. we got free cigars, free cake, um, free food. Tommy Grell is going to come up and join yeah. us, like it or not. And um, <laughs> it will be April 2nd. So anybody in the area, you want to come up and uh, see the show live uh, and let it give us the opportunity to thank you for, for uh us. Come on, Rudy. Fly
6: in. Come on, Rudy. But keep, don't
4: us...
3: fly American. Yeah,
5: right. I... Air Canada. Air Canada, Air Canada. <laughs> Air Canada or
3: JetBlue. Air Canada. My God. JetBlue, as much as there's not a first class in there, they treat you nice. And <clears> they <and throat> certainly do. You get the TV you know, and whatever. Delta's but, good, too. Yeah. I don't know, man. Tra- i Delta. Travel. I, I have a whole new respect for traveling salesmen, including the ones in the cigar industry that do it all the time. And I said it to them while we were at the airport, a lot of them were there, <coughs> and I said, how do you do? And they said, it is what it is. You just uh, <coughs> suck it up, and you just, uh, you know, things happen, and that's all there is to it. But, man, you know, you you try to do the right thing and prep yourself up and everything, but it, it, it makes for a, a bad day and kind of ruins the whole vacation, to be honest with you. So, uh, that's that. So, uh, we got some time for a few mailbags, yes, Mr. We do. The
4: Following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com on the pad co- no, on the podcast on the podcast on how to properly light and taste your cigar. There was mention of using a cigar pick for very nice cigars. What is this, and what is it used for, and why? Uh, we had used the Vertigo Puffer. Yep. And it has a poker on the end that could double as a cigar pick. So some cigars, you can't really smoke them past the band. And some cigars get better and better as you get past the band. And they get so hot you can't hold them with your finger. So people have used toothpicks. You could use the pick on the vertigo puffer. But you poke it through the cigar and you can puff on it without burning your fingers. And you can burn the cigar down if it's that good. You can burn it right down to the end.
3: Even if you're smoking a sober Mesa, right? Especially if you happen to
4: be smoking a sober <laughs> Mesa.
3: Steve Sack in the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, so basically a roach clip is what it's you're a
4: roach do. clip. I got yeah. one more. I got okay. one more. I've been sitting on this for a little while. Barry writes.
6: Barry. Barry, the all right. Us Finally, page. you're coming up with your real identity. Good man.
4: Hi, guys. Thanks for all the good work you do for the cigar community. I was looking for the Mr. Jonathan coffee, and I can't remember which podcast it was mentioned on. Could you possibly provide the link uh, so I could purchase some? It sounds like a great blend. Happy New Year to Dave, Mr. Jonathan, Barry, Chuck. Happy Ophar, New Freddy, Year. I'll say it's over. Everyone good. at Two Guys Smoke He shops, just wanted to promote his you, coffee. Barry. Yes. You can save him yep. that.
5: Um, Under the guise of... I wrote it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: It's... Uh, Barry Simmons. Yes, Simmons? the Mr. Jonathan Blend. You get it at Coffee Coffee. You can go to coffeecoffee.com, and they'll be able to set you up, or you can just give them a call. Uh, they only have one location in Salem, New Hampshire. It's a great blend. Uh, and while it you're is, there...
3: It tastes like this coffee, like there's chocolate. cocoa in it. Yeah. I like. But it. there's not. There's the bean. He grinds the bean, and there it is. And I'm like, how can it have a coffee taste to it? You've accused me many times of putting yeah. hot
4: chocolate in the yes. coffee.
3: It is really good. I gotta, I it gotta is. say. So, uh, want to squeeze another in? or we got. Uh,
4: okay? Yeah, let's right, do God, it. One more. Uh, regarding your segment last week on tasting, Tommy mentioned that he didn't understand people who claim to taste leather or pencil lead. <laughs> it's important to understand that uh, what we refer to as taste is actually a combination of taste and smell, because we really only taste. Sweet, sour, salty, bitter, and umami. I heard him say that, yeah. We rely on our olfactory senses to make our taste more specific. So if you taste leather or pencil lead, it's those smells that are being factored in. I have a great great tasting test you can try on your show. Bring in a box of Jelly Belly jelly beans. Have everyone take a couple of beans, uh, but don't look at them because the color might influence your opinion of what the flavor should be. Hold your nose so you can't smell anything, and pop a bean into your mouth and start chewing. With your nose plugged, you should only taste sweet, salty, etc. Then unplug your nose, and instantly you'll be able to taste the flavor: cherry, lime, coconut, popcorn, whatever. Hmm. Uh, that's exactly why retrohaling cigars is so important to proper tasting. Thanks for all you do, Brian.
6: Great email, Brian. Brian, awesome.
4: We got to do that. Well, I got an idea for pairing cigars with. Girl Scout Cookies, because it's tis the season. So so maybe we can pull that off with Girl years Scout Years ago, about oh,
3: 10 years ago, I lost my sense of smell. True? True. Google and, it. <laughs> no, it's a true story, and it, and it lasted about probably three weeks that I went to a doctor, and they did brain scans and all this stuff, and they, they tried all things on me. I started looking it up myself, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to die here. This is a bad thing. And then all of a sudden, it ended up coming back. I don't know what ended up happening there. But let me tell you, without a sense of smell, I could taste nothing. Hot mustard, Chinese hot mustard, nothing. Okay. Jalapeno papa, nothing. Feel a little tingle happening, but absolutely no taste. I smelled ammonia, anything. Nothing had had a smell to it. It was the only time I easily lost weight. I started eating lettuce. With no dressing Because it tastes like steak It doesn't matter matter, Nothing had any taste And I said If I'm going to go through this problem anyway Mm -hmm. I'm going to drop some weight After a few weeks I was losing weight And the taste came back And I started loving (laughs) Loving bad food again And uh, whatever
4: You you reacquainted
5: yourself With uh, Parmesan Italy (laughs) The king of Parmesan
3: I love you man (laughs) Guy's wondering why he's being kissed And hugged And there we go So that's it So next week uh, It finally happened I got a $250 fine for smoking in my cigar shop, and this just happened yesterday, so I'm going to tell you what, because I'm going to war on Monday, so by Saturday I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. But it wasn't just me, it was me and my colleagues here in New Hampshire. So we're about to go to war, we'll tell you how that's going to play out. It's also Avo's 90th birthday, we're going to celebrate Uh, We're going to play a little game for cigar smokers, which is Ashketball. And we're going to dig in for the latest on Cigar Journal. So lots going on next week. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And unlike last week's show, this
4: week I'm sure you learned nothing over the last two hours. So if you happen to be smoking your CLE Azabash, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth.
1: That's triple eight two cigar two, or on the web at two guys dot com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With
0: a million choices, it's stogie-